What is going on, everybody? You're listening to season two of the Good Men Exist podcast. New episodes drop every Tuesday at 12.01 a.m. Eastern so you can get your days or night started off right. If you're not following me on all social media platforms, it's the same on all of them at Jarrell GME. Thank you guys so much for listening. And with that being said, enjoy today's show. Previously on the Good Men Exist podcast, season two. So even though technically that would have been our first date, she, in her mind, had already decided that when I got my certification successfully, that she was taking me out. And I was like, damn, okay, I see you. So she immediately grabbed my attention by that alone. Now, I mean, the conversation and stuff was fine, but that right there, that right there got all my attention. And she became known as And so you may also hear me refer to Shannon as the artist. I kind of debated sharing that part, but you know, it's, it's, it's fine. I, Cause I feel like it kind of adds a little bit more understanding to the story, but either way, if you hear me say Shannon or you hear me say the artist, I am talking about the same person. So anyway, of course your boy passed the exam flying colors and whatnot. And so now that that was out the way, I finally had time to meet up with Shannon. So we decided to go to a spot in, in Nova, which is Northern Virginia, if you're unfamiliar, a spot called Matchbox. It was my first time ever being there, um, but she chose to play. She was like, hey, let's go to Matchbox. They have good drinks and and food and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, I'm down, you know. And so the day comes that we that we are set to meet. I'm getting ready and everything like that. You know, we have been talking for a few weeks at this point, I think. And, you know, I get there before she does. I'm kind of waiting outside. She lets me know that she's there. So I begin to walk up to the restaurant and, you know, I see her. And first impressions were she was fine. You know what I'm saying? She looked like her her photographs. <laughs> That's like 2001 photographs. But yeah, she looked like her pictures. And, uh, so, you know, we went in. And, you know, we got a drink or two. We got some food. Here's what I always found pretty interesting about our first date is she was just talking about things and maybe it was a nervous energy or something like that. But the the more she talked, the more she would tell me about kind of her story, because like the number one thing that I'm interested in when it comes to meeting anyone new, whether they are just going to be a friend or whether they're going to be more than a friend is I want to know your story. Like, what's your background? Where do you come from? You know, who are you essentially? And although I didn't, you know, propose this to her to for her to tell me this, she was kind of just telling me this on her own. And I don't know if I'm easy to talk to. I don't know. But she was just telling me about all these things about, you know, how, you know, she was raised in, in Baltimore and, you know, she moved to Virginia and her dad wasn't really there. You know, he was kind of, I think he, I think he was around for, I want to say maybe through middle school, stuff like that. 
and and you could tell by how she talked about him that this really impacted her him not being there which obviously i think for most people not having their fathers and or mothers to a certain extent in their lives definitely has psychological triggers that either make them think a certain way or make them act a certain way in her case it wasn't anything negative you could just tell that she wished that he was there and it was kind of as simple as that she she longed for a relationship with him and so i was kind of sitting there you know just listening and, and in my head i kind of thought i was like man she is divulging a lot of information to me on day one and it wasn't like it wasn't even a night date it was like three or four o'clock so um it was cool though you know what i'm saying i i appreciated her feeling i guess as comfortable as she did to to talk to me and uh after that you know the, the date was fine you know we had a lot of conversation talked about things that we had already discussed and, and, and kind of ventured into new territory a little bit we departed from the first date you know and of course i wanted to to see her again but she kind of had a different schedule because she was working two jobs one of the jobs was for someone else and then the other job she was working for herself as the artist you know she was so when we did get to link up you know it just so happened to be at night and in my head i really didn't think much about asking her to come over because i knew what my intentions were i don't know if she knew what my intentions were i definitely didn't feel like any of my actions or, or, or words that i said would lead to anything more so i was like hey you get off at like five or six whatever it is you know come through and she said okay so i was like all right cool so at the time i was still in my apartment and so I, I see her you know walking up because my apartment had the little buzzy thing like buzz and then it dials to my cell phone and then i can you know push one or whatever it was to let her in so she comes in and this night was very similar to many nights following this night that i'm going to talk about and I'm a big lights person like ladies you can think that that shit's corny if you feel I have heard certain women say like that shit's corny I don't understand why you like lights hey well first of all I love lights so every room or almost every room in my place has you know my little colored light bulbs so I can change the colors with my mood and whatever like right now I'm recording this podcast it's at night and I got a dark blue on something to set my mood the way I need to go so anyway, so I had these lights and I would turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. I would play some music and we would talk. No TV on. No, no one was on their cell phones checking the time, checking Instagram, checking whatever it was. We just had each other's attention and we would talk. Lights would change colors every once in a while, you know. But other than that, you know, she, she we would have these conversations for two, three hours and she would leave. And it was never anything super sexual, nothing like that. It was just legit good conversation. And, and it was it was nice to just get to know somebody. You know what I mean? So so on days where she didn't have to work, you know, late evenings, she would come over and she would bring me things like I'm I'm a fit fitish. <laughs> I'm not so fit now because of the quarantine and I was out of the gym for four months. But, you know, I'm, I'm back in there now. So it's, 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 you know, body back season, that body by Jarrell, you know. But anyway, so although I'm fitish and will be fit, I'm I'm legit a fat ass at heart. So she worked in D.C. and so she would always bring me back snacks. And I didn't realize how much this meant to me until she would bring me snacks like i was legit a little puppy that if you came home with some new scooby snacks i was all in like like what like what is it what is it open it where'd you get it from and i'm a pastries guy so i like cake cupcakes danishes cookies 
even though I think cookies is bacon, but whatever. My point is, so she would bring me these things and it would really mean a lot to me. And I know it sounds small, but when like y'all, anybody who has had small things mean a lot to them, y'all know exactly what I'm saying. So she would bring me these, you know, different things. And I always felt appreciated because she would bring me these things. And it was never nothing crazy. Like she didn't buy me like, like, for example, in 2020, like all oh, to do something like PS5, like she would never buy me no PS5 or nothing like that. And I wasn't looking for that. But, you know, it was just cool for her to buy me a, a three dollar cupcake. Like I was cool as hell with that. So you you stack that on top of good conversation, a decent chemistry. And it really seemed like it was headed somewhere. And so I, I, I did kind of uh, I was I was definitely feeling something for her. So overall, you know, she was just a really cool lady to hang out with. But again, you know, like eventually it kind of became, you know, a little a little sexual, you know, after a while, you know, what I'm saying like stuff is just is working. So naturally, at a certain point, you know, you you feel that sexual energy as well. And it was funny because at the time I was this co-worker, white lady and but her and I, we were really cool. Like I had, We had met maybe eight months to a year or so before. Um, we were kind of sort of around the same age and we just got along really, really well as friends. And, and I knew her husband and stuff. So I wanted them to meet Shannon. So they were like, all right, cool. Let's go out to dinner. So we went out to dinner and I guess this is around month two, two, maybe three of actually meeting in person. And we, we go out to dinner, you know, we have steaks or whatever it is at, at a steakhouse. And then we go back to uh, my friend's house and they're playing this game. I can't remember what the game is, but it's, it's a card game where you have to create the most crazy sentences or something like that. And it was a lot of, you know, sexual innuendos in this little card game. And I like it was so much shit in these cards. You just knew when we got back to my place. It was about to go down. And sure enough, we got back in, showered up, and I put in light work. I ain't gonna say it was crazy work. You know what I'm saying? Something's light or whatever. And uh, she enjoyed herself. I enjoyed myself. It was a cool time, right? So at this point, you know, we're, we're really connected. We're really vibing. Everything is going well. Months are passing. And she's living in an apartment with her mom. Her lease is coming up. I Like, if you've listened to the rest of season two, you already know what this means. Her lease is ending. And so we, we start to discuss moving in. But I know what you're thinking. Oh, shit. Here Jarrell goes again. Inviting women into his place. He ain't learned his lesson. Well, Trish, you're correct. I did not learn my lesson at this point in time. However, comma, this was very different than sketchers with sketchers it was some shit that i knew that i should not have gotten in from the jump but i tried to see where things would go i tried to work through it and it backfired i'll take that l i'll take that responsibility never should have never should have did it it's my fault ladies i know you don't hear men say that often so like throw that shit on repeat if you need to for any time that a man has not taken responsibility for something i will say it again with sketchers it was 100 percent unequivocally undoubtedly my fault i take the blame for that no excuses but as i said this time was different we had excellent communication we had chemistry our compatibility seemed seemed high medium medium to high i will say that so we discussed it we we, we discussed where we wanted to go and we said you know what we feel like this is a great idea so once our lease was up it was like uh september august september somewhere in there 
And, you know, she moved into my spot. It was fine. You know, we, she would go to work. I would go to work. She would come home. It was nice coming home to her. Nice seeing her. You know what I'm saying? And things were, things were going well, to be honest with you all. And so at this point, we're, we're progressing well. And Christmas is coming up. It's December at this point. And this was going to be my first Christmas with someone like in my, in my, in my space or in our space. So I wanted to do something special. Um, so I decided to to go somewhere and get something that I felt that would make this Christmas special for her and for me. And it was something that I had never done before. But hey, when you like somebody like that, you do things like this. And I'll tell you what that is in the next episode. Thank you guys for listening to season two. As always, let me know what you think about it so far. I would love your your positive feedback. I would like your constructive criticism. Like I said, if, if you're new to the show, definitely go back and listen to season one. Some great stuff in season one. If you haven't checked out the soundtrack, be sure to check out season one soundtrack. It's on Spotify and getting ready to drop on YouTube. So if you got YouTube and not Spotify or Spotify, not YouTube, I'm trying to make sure you get that good music wherever you are. All the music that you heard in season one is on this playlist. As usual, I hope you all are doing amazing out there. I hope you're excelling in whatever it is you're doing. I hope you're safe. I hope you're well. Get ready for the next episode and the next few episodes for that matter. Things are really going to turn up. Some good, some bad. I ain't gonna lie to you. But with that being said, as always, be great people. Baby